0: the generals stripped out of their bvds and have at it with baseball bats while the rest of us stay home
1: not a patriotic bone in your body no wonder the man flunked anatomy he thinks there are patriotic bones live damn it live don't let the bastard win
2: Hawkeye today. In a poker game? I'd never throw you into the pot unless I had at least two pair.
3: Hey, MASH fans. It's time for another episode of the MASH 4077 Podcast. I am one of your co-host, Kenny, and joining me, as always, Simon.
4: Gentlemen. I, I must admit, I'm looking forward to when Winchester comes so that people then suddenly do realise the reason why I've said gentlemen on every single episode <laughs> of
3: this podcast. <laughs> For the last six years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, today we're discussing Season 5, Episode 21, The General's Practitioner. It's the 118th episode overall. It's directed by Alan Rathkin, written by Bert Polensky. Originally aired on February 15th, 1977, and the production code is U-807. Colonel
2: Potter? Right. I'm Colonel Bidwell, I-Corps Operations Officer. What can I do for you? Who's your best doctor? Why do you want to know? Will you answer the question, please? We have several good men. Do you have one who's outstanding? Yes, we do. What's his name, Colonel? Our best man is Captain Benjamin Franklin Pierce. I'll take him. For what? Personal physician to General Theodore A. Korshak, High Corps commander. Korshak? Tamer of the Tiger tank? None other. Pierce isn't your man. He is, if he's the best. If General Korshak were being carried in on a stretcher, I'd say Pierce is the fellow you want. But a personal physician, no sirree. Why not? Because Pierce is a maverick, from the top of his unshorn head to the tips of his uncut toenails. You're saying he's not G.I.? He isn't even housebroken. I appreciate your candor, but I still want to meet him. Whatever you say. He's in OR right now, nurse. Listen, Bidwell, mm-hmm. a lot of men are alive today because Pierce works here. I don't want to lose him. Are you suggesting the generals settle for second best? Are you suggesting we should?
4: And a uh, plus to me for this episode. General Korshak wants Hawkeye to be his personal practitioner, despite his constant snottiness. Vadar helps take care of a soldier's half Korean baby after he's shipped back home.
2: Seen enough, Colonel? A little hot-tempered, isn't he? Yes, and this is one of his cooler days. Well, I told you Pierce wasn't the man you were looking for. Fine doctor, but undisciplined. I should add he hates brass. I'll include that in my report to the general. According to Pierce, the only medical attention generals require is a daily high colonic. Incredible. Well, I have a good trip back, Sorry, You had to waste all this time. Listen, to Potter. Yes, Colonel. In the operating room, when uh, Pierce was trying to save that man's life, he said, Don't let the bastard win. Who was he talking about? Death. When it comes to death, Pierce is a sore loser. It's part of life, part of war. More soldiers. Maybe we are, but Pierce isn't. He's just humoring us by wearing that uniform. He's one doctor who'll never be nonchalant where death is concerned. He'll always take it personally. He you crack up with that attitude. You're right. He's a good man to stay away from. Colonel, sayonara.
3: All right, for guest stars, we have Edward Bend, who played General Korshak. Uh, Edward sadly passed away in 1990, but he left a good 178 credits to his name, including roles in Patton, the Fugitive, and 12 Angry Men.
4: Yeah. Uh Leonard's Yeah, really good stuff there, uh, including North by Northwest as well, which I have nice. about to put in on here. Um Leonard Stone plays Colonel Bidwell, and Leonard sadly passed away just a few years ago, but he's most well known for playing Mr. Beauregard in Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, the one with uh, Gene Walden.
3: I thought he looked familiar. Yeah. That's so yeah. funny. All right, we have Susan Elaine. She played May Ping. Only 13 credits to her name. She appeared in Magnum P.I. after MASH. And Larry Wilcox plays Corporal Mulligan.
4: Still acting today. Larry, though, is most well-known for playing Officer John Baker in Chips.
3: Chips. That's right, I remember that. All right, and rounding out our guest list, we have Jill Schultz, who plays the Hooker.
4: I couldn't find anything.
1: <laughs> <laughs> have you ever really considered the foot? Yeah, but I prefer girls. Look at it. The foot is an incredible thing. What's so hot about a foot? You can stand on him, you can walk on him, you can kick people in the tush with him. All right, you sold me. I'll take a pair in my size. There are none in your size. (laughs) Ah, welcome to our hubble. It's not much, but it's close
2: to where we live. And only minutes to the nearest war. I'm glad you guys like it here. I nearly lost Hawkeye today. In a poker game? I'd never throw you into the pot unless I had at least two pair. Thank you, Colonel. Ever hear of General Korshak? Is he related to General Chaos? Same guy. General Ted Korshak sent that colonel up here. At bozo in the OR? Yep. Looking for a personal physician for the general. Why? Prestige. Found out some other three-star had his own doctor... and decided he couldn't live without one. Actually, for the doctor, it's easy duty. You eat well, hotel beds, and the hours aren't bad.
1: Sir, so the colonel was looking me over, huh?
2: Yep. And I blew my big chance. It was the way you acted in OR. He thought you were crude, rude, and unmilitary. A triple threat, and I wasn't even wearing my swim fins. You were absolutely disgraceful, and I think I'll buy you a drink.
3: All right, let's go ahead and discuss this episode. Men, Do you want to start us off? Uh,
4: yes, uh, six out of ten for mm. me. Uh, such a hard episode. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, it's hard to come after the the perhaps,
3: after the uh, uh, stellar episodes that we've had. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's an okay episode.
4: Uh, the last scene mentioning Frank's mishaps, uh, you know, is it, quite good.
2: I'd appreciate it, sir, if you'd send a letter to the general outlining my qualifications. Good idea.
1: What are they? Well, I have a thriving practice back in Fort Wayne. They're thriving because Frank's not there. And a splendid war record. Colonel, should you mention the time he dropped his bubble gum in the patient? Bubble gum, good. By the time he sneezed and performed an accidental appendectomy? Fainted in OR 27 times. Threw up in post-op 12. Overslept 48. Oh, Colonel, you're not writing all that down, are you? I'm getting it all. It may help. The hysterectomy on that sergeant. Oh, Oh, was he sore about that? Colonel! Oh, let's not forget Major Houlihan. Oh, Major Houlihan, we
4: shouldn't forget. Um, I just wish it was more... You know the whole story with Radar and a baby is something that could have been so good mm-hmm. yet you kind of knew what was going to happen straight from the beginning I, and I know that's easy to say because we've seen these episodes before but <laughs> you, you kind of already tell the writings on the wall and I, I just honestly wish that they'd build that more up so that you kind of really, really felt sorry for Radar at the end as yeah. you just kind of go oh, well I knew that was coming do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, and, and the only other bit of the note I've got there he goes oh look Mulligan, it's the bloke from Chips
3: and that's it. <laughs> so, oh, I, mean, I'm, I am right there with you. I have two notes. Oh, well, okay. I first, first, I gave it 7 out of 10. So I gave it a little bit more than you oh, did. Oh, right. boy. Okay. Um, I, I really enjoyed the A story. I thought the A story was really good with the general and Hawkeye yeah. and just Hawkeye being Hawkeye and this guy wanting him, but, but still understanding, you know, agreeing that Hawkeye's better use is at the mash unit, not being his personal physician. I like yeah. that. I like that there was no conflict there. There was no, well, you're going to do it regardless of what I think. You know. But again, over, ha- hasn't, haven't we had that before? Oh, of course. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It happens three or four times throughout the series.
4: Yeah. With different doctors. Different generals. <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it just happened. That just, yeah. Um, the B story, like you said, it just... You already know that this isn't going to be Radar's storyline projection mm. for the next, you know, season. So, you know, something's going to happen at the end. So, yeah. it was... It was kind of anticlimactic, because you already knew where the story was going to go. It was still cute to see him being a dad, him really getting into it. You know, uh, was really nice because that's all Radar ever wants is yeah. he wants a wife and a family. Well, that's it, yeah. You yeah. know, and he took to this child and this woman who he doesn't even know, but he was really getting into it, becoming a family part. You know, supporting her and the and the child, and it was just a really nice Radar moment.
4: Yeah, that's the reason um, why I kind of wanted to see that more as the episode, yes. because it just kind of, it's just also sort of, it's actually, when you think about it, it's actually slightly creepy, <laughs> with the fact that you've just sort of like, oh, there you go. And whether it's meant to, you know, of course, we are judging this in 24 minutes of an episode, but, you know, is this over the week, two weeks, or is it yeah. like in real time where he goes, oh, yeah, of course, I'll have a kid, cheers.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. Yeah, the only other note is I really enjoyed Hawkeye standing up to the general, which I kind of mentioned already. Yeah. Um, I just, that was a really good moment and really good Hawkeye moment. But uh, overall, I don't really have much to say about this episode. It was just, it was just there. You're going to have
4: to put in a lot of clips.
3: Yeah, yeah, lots and lots of clips. Yeah, the story, (laughs) I mean, it's just, there was, it was a good A story and a good B story, but there was no excellent, mind-blowing, really good any story no nah, nah. really so it's unfortunate sometimes but it's not bad I mean I still gave it seven so I mean yeah. you know there they were good moments I think
2: Does it feel to be a family man Radar
0: I worry a lot what about about the baby jeez how's he gonna get along I mean he's so uh, he's so small and little whenever I'm not with him I worry and when I'm there I worry even more you're a good father Radar I'm not the father I know you're still a good father thanks What's it like being the real thing? You worry a lot. Geez, you know, I get antsy if even a day goes by and I don't see little Lee Chin. I'm just his uncle. I mean, I'm not really his uncle, of course. Are you in my ping? What? Nothing. Oh, no, nothing like that. We're just friends. I envy you. Really? Yeah. Gee, and you a doctor and an officer.
2: You got a family, Radar. Take my word for it better
0: than either of those things well i really appreciate you coming along and give the baby a checkup. no problem you know sometimes he cries what do you think that is you think he's just hungry or something
2: could be pal there's a lot of it going around
3: all right, let's go ahead and move on to some behind the scenes. Once again, I struggled, just like I struggled to find any notes for this episode. I struggled to find some behind the scenes, but I did uh, grab a few here. I'll start us off. Larry Wilcox, who plays the character of Corporal Mulligan, was established as being from Bitter Creek, Wyoming. In real life, Wilcox was raised in Wyoming. So I like chips. Ham like yes, yeah, ham like chips.
4: <laughs> uh, BJ's comment that the baby is fit as a fiddle and ready for love is a reference to the song Gene Kelly and Donald O'Connor sang in "Singing in the Raid. How I love that
3: film! <laughs> I really did you do. did you did you know the quote was from there when I you heard it? No, I didn't know. Oh, no, no, there you no, go. No, no. Very cool. I hear you're a
1: real pistol, Doc. Only when I'm loaded. Actually, though, I'm not much of a doctor once you get to know me. According to Potter, you're the best. Well, the Colonel drinks. All in groups of one or more. What's your medical background, Captain? Typical. I had all the childhood diseases. Mumps, measles, colic, you name it. You are insulin. Well. Seriously, where'd you study? I never studied seriously. If I hadn't cheated on the final exam and been a personal friend of the cadavers, I never would have graduated. And that was high school.
5: <laughs> this guy kills me.
1: What higher praise for a physician.
5: <laughs> I want this
1: man. Uh, General, I'd really rather not be your personal position or your court jester or whatever it is you're shopping for.
5: Do you realize what an opportunity I'm offering you, Captain? Sure.
1: The moon, the stars, your high school letterman sweater. Same deal I offered Nurse Baker last night.
5: Pierce, I have enough ribbons and medals to cover that wall. Well, bring them around. It'll liven up the place. I'm
2: not moving those pictures.
5: Ribbons and medals don't mean a thing. These are a different matter. These you have to go out and get for yourself. You mean they don't deliver? You don't get them by taking no for an answer.
1: You see this? What? There's supposed to be a medical insignia there, Caduceus. I probably dropped it in the patient. You know how I got that? I mean, if it was there? By working your butt off? That's right. So as long as I have to be in Korea, why don't you let me do what I was trained to do? Be a doctor.
3: Okay, let's see you in action. All right, you can find MASH 4077 all over the internet. You can find us at Facebook, slash MASH 4077 podcast.
4: And you can follow us on Twitter, at MASH 4077 podcast. And you can follow me, at Hawkeye You can find me, Kenny, at Geeky Fanboy. And remember, you can follow us on iTunes, direct download, or of course, from Stitcher Radio. Just search for MASH. 4077 podcast
3: all right so i think we both agree this is just kind of a ho-hum filler episode nothing too spectacular
4: yeah yeah, yeah. So apologies listeners for our ho-hum podcast on yeah this
3: one. <laughs> you know, they can't all be winners no <laughs> no nah, nah. nope all right well i'm kenny uh and i'm simon and we'll be seeing you
5: okay okay i'll do anything you say except give up my stogies and my scotch
1: well, then I might as well sign on as your personal physician. Good. As long as I can come back here after the funeral. What funeral? Yours. You're looking for a doctor to keep you alive, and you're doing everything you can to kill yourself. I'm in pretty good shape for a
5: man my age.
1: You are if you're 103. Not funny, Pierce. The stroke that's headed your way is a Lulu. It could come today, tomorrow, or next Tuesday. Or never, right? Wrong. Six months at the outside.
5: How do you know that?
1: I'm a doctor, see? See? You got high blood pressure, General. You drink, you smoke, you're 20 pounds overweight without the medals. There are two ways you can avoid a stroke. One, you go to Tokyo, you check into a hospital and you start taking care of yourself. Two, sit on a landmine.
5: If you're trying to scare me, young man, you're not succeeding.
1: Look, you're lucky. You have a choice. Unlike the other guys who come through here, it's up to you whether you live or die.
5: Can't do it, Pierce. I've got a war to fight. Okay, your next foxhole will be six feet deep. Look, you really lay it on with a shovel, don't you? I'm not kidding. Neither am I. Start packing. You'll get your orders. Driver. Wait a second. Oh, no,
1: no, wait, wait a minute. Hold it. All right, hold it. Look, General. If you take my advice, you can live to be an old Korshak. But you don't need me hanging around counting your calories and putting out your cigar and listening to your liver hiccup. There are a lot of boys who come through this place whose lives I can save if I'm here. Now, you guys always say the men come first. Well, do they or don't they?
2: They do.
5: All right, Pierce, you stay here and do your job. I'll do mine. I can take orders, too.
1: Good. I'll have a corned beef
5: on rye with mustard. <laughs> You're right. The kid is a pistol. Let's go. Come on.
1: Don't forget the ribbons for the wall.
3: Alienation, the Newcomers Podcast, is a fan cast devoted to the groundbreaking but short lived TV series Alien Nation. This series tackles social issues like racism, bigotry, and intolerance with an alien twist. Each month, we will bring you a podcast dedicated to a single episode. The host will give you their thoughts on the episode, as well as some little-known behind-the-scenes information. So please subscribe to Alienation, the newcomer's podcast on iTunes, or visit our website at alienationpodcast.com. MASH 4077 Podcast is a Geeky Fanboy production, and has a Creative Commons Attribution, Non-Commercial, No Derivatives, Works
0: 3.0, United States License, All Rights Reserved. Thank mm-hmm. you.